What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of What Are You Scared of Something? My name's Sam, my co-host. I am Brendan. He is Brendan, yes. Uh, so today's video, we will be reviewing the movie Smile. Smile. Smile is the movie that we are reviewing. What are you throwing? Garbage on the table. <laughs> garbage on the table. He wants it clean. I got my Dracula mug. Nice that is very nice. Uh, Brendan, tell us a little bit about Smile before we go into it. So Smile is a uh, a movie about a, what is she, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, something, something in mental health. Oh, yeah. And um, she is just, you know, doing her duties and trying to help out anybody who's got some mental health issues. Uh, and uh, she unfortunately comes upon one of these uh, one of her patients happens to be seeing something. What is she seeing? Someone smiling at her. Ooh, that's the name of the movie. It is. That's um, the title. And Usually when people smile, it's like, oh, that's nice. Oh, that is nice. She's but smiling at me. But this is like a very sinister smile, you know? it's a horror movie. Because it's a horror movie. And this, I'm not going to lie, this movie, I thought it was going to be just like some regular jump scare type of deal. Oh. You know, I, I'm not going to lie, there are a lot of jump scares, which... I'm not really a fan of because the whole time I'm just like, ah, just do it already. Come on. Just jump out. Um, but uh, other than that, there was some pretty really creepy stuff uh, going on in this movie. And uh, I feel bad for her. You know, she's just trying to do her job. And uh, she goes through some uh, through some stuff. Some stuff. So this movie, Smile, is another 2022 movie. Mm. Barbarian and X uh, also came out in 2022. So we're doing some recent films. Um, this is more, you know, I guess like a psychological horror slash thriller type deal. Written and directed by Parker Finn, starring Sosie Bacon. She plays Rose, our main character. Her husband, Jesse T. Usher. Kyle Gallner, which is her ex-boyfriend. We'll get into a little bit later. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. So Smile starts out with... Um, oh, well, before that, I like the, uh, the marketing that they did for the, for the oh, smile yeah. campaign. Um, especially a lot, of, a lot of sporting events. They had some of, uh, well, you were saying it was some of the actors and actresses that were actually in the movie, uh, sitting behind home plate. Uh, I saw that one the most where they'd be sitting behind home plate like and just, game or and they like, just would just be smiling like this and, uh, just sitting there for. I don't even know how many innings or something. Maybe I, the whole I game? I wouldn't even know. Yeah, they, they probably say the whole game. Yeah. Uh, so that was like a, a marketing campaign, and um, I was uh, – it definitely worked. Um, I don't know if people ended up going to see it. It probably scared some people off. Uh, so baseball fans are just trying to watch a, a – <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you didn't know that it was a marketing campaign for the movie, you'd be like, well, this person is uh, – you got something well, going yeah, on well, I mean, imagine you bring your kid to his first game or something. And daddy, you're, you're, that woman's smiling. What the heck? She's still there? smiling, Daddy. <laughs> six innings later. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness. Um, so, yeah, so this movie starts off with um, a little girl going into a room and finding her mother. We presume it's her mother or this lady. It's probably her mother. Um, just lying there. Um, and we presume she's dead. And uh, yeah, there was, there's some kind of liquid uh, on the bed as well. Mm. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was just a bu she just spit up a lot of stuff, threw up. I think there might have been throw up on like streaks or something. I don't know. A lot of bodily fluids on that bed. So uh, this poor girl walks in and finds her mother dead. Um, and we later find out, find out that this is um, Rose as a child finding her mother. Um, and then it goes to another scene. Uh, obviously in the future, to Rose's uh, place of work, 
and uh, we find this guy who looks pretty disheveled. He's yep. talking to himself. Talking to himself constantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was he saying? He was just like repeating. Uh, oh, um, he was saying like um, I don't know, just some nihilism. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, hundred yeah, percent. We're like all that. we're all gonna die. We're all we're all screwed. We're all we're gonna die. We're gonna die. Yeah. And immediately when I saw him, I'm like. Anything that involves psychological, uh, uh, not well-being of a person, or maybe some <clears throat> sort of schizophrenia, something that mess- messes with your head, immediately freaks me out. I hate, We're five I, minutes into the movie. Yeah, I hate that kind of stuff. I don't know. I always see it, and I'm like, damn, like, how easy is it to get to that point? <laughs> you know, like, I, that always just freaks me out. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are, like, there are theories of movies that um, if somebody is you know, mentally disturbed uh, and it's some sort of psychological thriller or horror, you can make the point that none of the movie actually happened. Yeah, we um, see that a lot in A24 movies, especially. Oh, yeah. uh, you never know. Because, uh, you know, just like movies like Hereditary, it could run in the family, as you find out, Midsummer, they take mushrooms, and sometimes mushrooms, you could ha- get into a psych- psychosis-type state or... Uh, you know, something along those lines where you, you just make up everything. So you never know. And I definitely noticed that uh, horror movies nowadays, they really focus in on the score. The music is and the sounds that they use are are just as scary as maybe that's a way to like counteract the not using as many jump scares mm. is to just bring in this crazy ass music that just unsettles you so much. Well, that's what kind of happened. Do you remember when the title came in? I don't know. I remember exactly when the title was came in, but that was like weird. That reminded me of um, what was uh, not the conjuring, but um, Insidious? yeah, insidious. Do you remember that title when that like, title comes wasn't in? Like some violin. Oh, then they're just going nuts and they're so loud. And I remember I saw that in theaters. I was like, oh, my God, just make it stop. Make it stop. Get out of here. Oh, my God. John Williams uh, goes to town. <laughs> he would do. He would do great on a horror film. Yeah. So yeah, sure. it might have been the title. I don't know, but I wrote down. I like the music, and it like crescendos, mm-hmm. and then immediately stops. Yeah, it's like classic horror. And then the the title was in bright red. Um, they do that in um, Insidious, uh, and it was like flashing. It was like so weird. I, yeah, it was weird. It's, I liked uh, it though. It's very creative for sure. Um, there was an interesting slant camera angle of the girl. Um, and the the vibes are creepy right off the bat. Remember, like the the angle. Yeah. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like in we were watching Haunting of the Hill House the other day. The 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 crooked. What you get? Oh, the, the the bent neck, neck lady. lady. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see no bent neck lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a band name, bent neck lady. Um. So yeah, we're now in the uh, I don't even. I guess you know Rose's place of work, but. Um, we're in a room where she probably has appointments and meetings with her patients. Um, the walls are blue. Her shirt is blue. I don't know why it gives off a calm feeling, but also it's like kind of unsettling because you're like, something's going to happen. Yeah. It just, it gave off the, like the doctor office vibes, which I feel like it's weird whenever I've noticed like those, like, you know, just like a doctor's office, like. They try to make it so calming, but you know why you're there. You're there for a bad reason. So, so, so no matter what, no matter what they do, how organized it looks, it always has like an ominous kind of like 
feel to it. I don't know. Right. You're going there for a bad reason or hopefully just a checkup. But some, you know, in Something this case, that, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have some psychological issues. So. I'd say so. And, um, yeah, only as a kid, maybe it'll work if it's like, you want a lollipop? Yeah, 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 exactly. Sure, you can distract me. Not as an adult. Um, I found it so, I mean, these are in so many books that I read or horror movies that we watch. So a patient comes in and tries to explain to Rose what she's going through and she is distraught disheveled she looked like she looks like she hasn't got a lick of sleep yeah and i was just thinking like it is the worst to try to explain to somebody because you always put yourself in your the the character's shoes in the book or in the movie where you know that what's happening to them is real or sort of say um and they're trying to explain it and they're like well you know i mean you might just be having like oh oh yeah 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 yeah. or um, that was haunting of Hill House too. When we were oh yeah. It. yeah, this is the reason why this is going on. Yeah, um, and it's so scary to try to explain because calm people. Yeah, what you're seeing or feeling. Um, yeah, because you just feel so much more isolated. Like you can't get somebody to be on your side and agree with you because it's like your own mind too. You know, like it's not it's not as simple as just being like, you know. Uh, I'm I'm seeing these people smiling and like someone could just like agree with you, you know, like, oh, yeah, I've seen that, too, you know, because that would be reassuring. Right. Kind of. Not really. But like, it'd still be creepy. But like, it'd be like, oh, OK, I'm not the only one. It's not like <laughs> these people that see it are like talking to each other. Oh, you saw that, too? They're yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is just so unsettling trying to explain. Um, and Rose just is like, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And then all of a sudden, the girl flips out. Oh, yeah. She just goes insane. Uh, I wrote down flannel girl. Yeah, flannel girl. She had a flannel on. She did, but it's like, it's, it's also like, here's this poor girl. She's probably early 20s. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I feel like she even said something about college or something. So right. we could assume she might even be 18 to 22-ish, maybe, you know. Right. And the flannel is just like, she looks innocent. Um, but her face just says it all. She looks tired and she's, so she starts freaking out. Um, and there's so many emotions that's going on with her. Uh, like I said before, it's very frustrating for her to try to get her point across. So she just goes insane. Um, and then all of a sudden she like stops and well, oh no, Rose. Goes oh yeah. To Rose, Rose goes to call for backup. Cause she's like, my patient's freaking out. And then, uh, all of a sudden, like, the screaming from the girl just stops. And uh, Rose is faced away from her on the phone, so she can't see her. Wall, yeah. yeah. And it's a bright red phone for backup, you know. Um, and uh, so the screaming stops. And, of course, uh, Rose turns around ever so slowly for dramatic effect. <laughs> and we're like, oh, what's going to happen? And, of course, this girl's just standing there smiling. It's the name of the movie. It's the name of the movie. <laughs> She's like, you want to get some pizza? No. She, uh, does she attack her? No, she, she she has like a thing uh, in her hand. Where well, did she get that was, from? Um, did she break she, a vase or vase? Vase, vase? How do we say broke, it? Vase? Um, Basinger? Basinger. Basinger. <laughs> um, no, she, um, it was a glass from something. I don't know if it was a vase. Maybe when she like, she like got on the floor to scream. To scream? She got on the floor to scream. <laughs> I don't know. But you saw, um, you saw Rose look back, mm -hmm. and the first thing she looks at is whatever it is. Maybe it was a clock. I don't know. But there's a missing piece to it. Yeah. And she's like, and then you as an audience are like, "Where's the glass?" Smiling girls got it, and uh, you do. You do kind of think like, "Oh shit, Rose is in for it. She's about to get attacked." But instead, uh, 
the girl just takes it and just yeah so trigger warning on that one yeah uh, very uh very disturbing scene gruesome um very gruesome gory you know if you look back at me i was doing one of these and of course she's over the eyes she's smiling the whole time yeah that's the most unsettling part for sure <laughs> and then and then as yeah. she, and then she's still smiling and then she just collapses to the ground yep and, uh, <laughs> yeah she's gone so um this is when the title comes in Okay, yes. I wrote, yeah. yeah, cool title graphics. Um, so, yeah, and then, so that happens. So, a lot of fun for Rose to witness that. Um, very traumatic experience. Very traumatic. Not many people uh, experience that in life. Because uh, I'm, never... I'm sure she's used to, like, patients freaking out and screaming, and, ah, you know, and, like, all these different things, and she can call back up, and then they just sedate the patient. But uh, this That's time, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then this time, the patient just, kills herself right in front of her and yeah. of course for rose she keeps pointing out that why she was smiling at me why was she smiling at me mm-hmm. she should have been not happy <laughs> that she was dying yeah, right. but she's smiling Definitely people aren't smiling <laughs> so um the next scene is rose now she looks disheveled um obviously she's she just had a traumatic experience that she'll probably never forget um, so she's being interviewed by two by police officers, I guess. Yep. Um, and it's similar to Rose was just with a patient trying to explain something crazy that's happening. Oh, that's then, a good point. Now, Rose is talking to two detectives who are uh, similar to Barbarian, where we talked about the theme of men and women, mm-hmm. where this one, it's like these two guys. And I don't know, throughout history, mental health is not... Uh, too keen in the in the male society i guess um and they're just like all right yeah well she was probably this she was probably that blah 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 and rose is like she was smiling and slit her throat yeah I'm like what, what do you what, what's going on here I'm that, like yeah you gotta you gotta believe me i don't know why what was going on with her and they're just taking a very tactical police interview approach and that's that's kind of a good point because rose just got done doing that with the girl and the, right. the flannel girl uh and now all of a sudden it's just totally flipped. Like the doctors become the patient now, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's 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 a good point. That's crazy. Yeah, I said they're typical skeptics that don't really understand anything about psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And uh, then there's a another cool thing with the camera where it's like a twist and upside down camera shot. Yeah. Uh, and you said it looked like Stephen King or Midsummer. Yeah, they do that in Midsummer, like when they're driving on the way to. Uh, the weird camp where everyone hangs out at. Uh, I guess it gives a it gives the viewer like a disoriented feeling and like also a, just a feeling of underlying doom. Well, wasn't it a an aerial shot of a car and you said The Shining? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then I really yep. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Jack and his family are going to um <clears throat> to uh, the Overlook Hotel. Um, I wrote alcohol consumption seems to be the centerpiece for dealing with traumatic experiences in these horror movies. Yeah. Um, just because it's like. Hear that? Yeah. <laughs> noise. The place we uh, film at, yeah, Caffeine Academy, uh, might be haunted. I don't know. There's always weird sounds coming around here. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, very fitting. Sam had an interesting experience at the bathroom. Should I talk about it? <laughs> Just give him a quick synopsis quick of what synopsis. happened. I was in the bathroom, and I heard, like, a on the on the bathroom door, and I was like, ha funny, Brandon. I'm a jokester. Yeah, so funny. And I laughed as I, because I was like singing a song, and I went, <laughs> and then uh, dry my hands, open the door, and Brandon's all the way at the end of the other room, and I'm like, hmm, 
he's fast. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, you're real funny. He's like, what are you talking about? And then the classic, uh, yeah, it wasn't me. So don't know what it was. And it wasn't. It certainly wasn't me. Yeah. Um, he would tell me eventually, I hope. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it was not me. <laughs> got a little coffee cake here, so, um, yeah, alcohol, centerpiece uh, for dealing. Yep. So Rose just comes home and takes, I don't even know, wine or whatever alcohol she could find and just downs it. Yep. She's like, I got to calm down somehow. Well, as we all know, alcohol is a depressant. It's a quick, uh, it's almost like a quick, uh, cheaper Xanax, you know, it's just going to bring you right down. So, and it's an easy way to get addicted, of course, you know, as we all know. Get. Easy to get, easy to get addicted to, you know. Not dealing with your traumas, which is one of the big themes in this uh, movie, oh, yeah. of course. For sure. So, I just wrote, it's it's interesting that it's like, I wouldn't say it's like acceptable, but they kind of show that it's like a, this is how people deal with trauma. Mm -hmm. It's like a helpful way, quote unquote, um, when, like we were just saying, it makes things worse. Oh, yeah. In the long run, of course, it's going to make but, it worse. you know, it's hard to be like. No, I can't drink this because I'll feel bad later. It's like this girl just slid her throat. Yeah, yeah. I gotta do something. So you can't blame Rose at all. Um, so now Rose starts to see smiling people, um, and you're like, fantastic. Um, so now she's easily startled by everything. She yeah, gets startled when her husband comes home. She tells him that a patient died, um, but she doesn't really tell him what happened. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's also kind of like trying to like self-diagnose herself because she knows everything there is to know about, you know, the brain and stuff. So she's like, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But she doesn't... Who knows what she's thinking at this point? Yeah. It's either zero thoughts or a million thoughts. Yeah. Um, But I kind of understand why she didn't tell him. It's just like, hey, honey, <laughs> this is what happened at work today. I mean, people tend to like shove those things down, especially when she's drinking alcohol. Yeah. It symbolizes just like forgetting about what happened it's crazy though like if that happened to me i i i would tell everyone like i i, I wouldn't be able to help myself to keep keep it in like i would have to mm -hmm. say something mm -hmm. like oh my god yeah otherwise it's just gonna fester inside me and i'm what i'm just gonna feel all alone and isolated that i haven't told anybody <laughs> and you're gonna be sitting there yeah thinking and thinking and thinking um so yeah uh didn't i do that in the last one <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Rose and her husband go out with this, like, sort of couple. And I think it's Rose's sister, right? They go out to dinner. Yeah, it's Rose's sister scene. and uh, her her husband. And I wrote, um, I thought they were in California, but they end up being in New York? Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. I remember the plates were all of Jersey. Look at that memory. Um, so, I don't know. I guess just like a typical, like, millennial type people. Um, and her sister, I think it was, or cousin or whatever, or friend. Uh, she's horrible. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. Super annoying. What, what was she? Oh, she was pressing Rose about like her daughter's birthday, right? Something, right? Yeah. And she kept saying like, "I told you, didn't you remember?" Just very materialistic type people. I feel like too, right? Do you get that vibe from them? I know, right, dude? <laughs> My breath is so bad, dude. It's so bad. I'm just like. <laughs> I could help but laugh. That new thing is hot, <laughs> so hot, Sam. Ah. Oh. God, I mean, hot. is gonna kill you. <laughs> um, so this this couple's horrible. Um, like my breath. Yeah, like his breath. Super annoying. <laughs> like his breath. Um, and it's funny because it's like I like how the movie did it, where you know she just had this traumatic experience, but then it's just funny how like now she's back into like reality and real life, and and the, and her sister or friend or cousin or whatever is just like, blah, 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 blah. why do you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. Sitting there like. 
girl stabbed herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. She can't stop thinking herself. about it. Um, but her sister or friend doesn't know. But maybe that's um, how you should treat people is just, um, you know, not assume that their day's going great. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, you never know what anybody's going through. That's right. why, you know, you're supposed to always be nice to everybody. Don't and forget it. And if it's sister, she should be like, hmm, maybe something's wrong. Yeah, you know, just uh, always be nice to people and don't forget to uh, smile at them. Oh, yeah. So this movie is similar to It Follows, uh, which is a movie we might review. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, – what is it about? It's about um, people that get chased by something. By um, – could be just – it's just like always a person. It's like always a person, but it's a random person. But I think sometimes it could be like someone you might know. Yeah, it is someone you might know sometimes because um, there's an exact copy of this other guy. And, um, and yeah. And yeah. it's transferred – it gets transferred uh, through intercourse, through intercourse, which is yeah. interesting. Um, uh, last movie. But um, yeah, so you always just see this like strange person in the distance, and that's kind of how Smile is. Um, but it's not with with intercourse. It's with, yeah. Um, what we later figure out. Well, you pr- you f- figured it out pretty quickly. It's keeping what is it like keeping trauma yeah in? just just not dealing with your traumas in, in the correct way because um you learn that rose has a trauma that she's been holding on to forever which is kind of in in a way it's kind of hypocritical because she's trying to help people with psychological issues who might have also dealt with trauma but she's not dealing with her own trauma you know so well i'm sure like well people say the best therapists are the ones that have like yeah most, yeah yeah but um but yeah. She, but she might be giving advice and then maybe she's not like following through with her own thing, you know. Um, so basically, these people that you see smiling at you, it's almost just always a reminder that uh, you're just putting on like a fake facade to cover up that you're dealing with um, inner demons. And those inner demons come out as people who are smiling. Oh, yeah. I'll try to talk this way so there's no bad breath, boy. Need a mask. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rose is now seeing these people everywhere. The smiles are so unsettling. They give off these clown vibes. A smile is innocent, but so scary in the wrong way. Um, you know, most people that smile, you're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And literally, if you like, it, the way you smile is like this. And if you keep going, you're like, this guy's insane. He's crazy. <laughs> Look at him. For people listening, I'm smiling really wide. <laughs> so the man from the beginning, Rose, gets the doctors to restrain him. But when they go in, he wasn't smiling. So maybe he wasn't really doing it. The guy. Remember the guy in the beginning? The weird guy. The weird guy? Mm-hmm. Which weird guy? So, the guy that was like, everything. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. She goes in. And oh, like, he, he was, well, we think that he was smiling, or right. maybe Rose is just imagining it. Because we're, we're, the movie is is from Rose's perspective. Yeah. That's why, like, um, movies like uh, uh, Hereditary, it's like, none of this could have happened. Yeah. Midsummer. Yeah. They were on drugs. Remember in Midsummer, they just keep giving Oh, yeah, drugs. they keep giving them mushroom tea and all this mushroom stuff. We'll that's, talk about that's that what, Yeah, that's what I was saying. And especially with psychedelics, like I was saying, there are instances where you can go into states of psychosis, and especially if you're in a traumatic, you're already dealing with something traumatic, it heightens that, and then you're really stuck in a bad situation. Oh, sounds so fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, maybe he wasn't really doing it, um, but yeah. the upside-down camera shots um, are are prevalent there's there's a few of them uh maybe it symbolizes their upside down world that they're yeah. going through where people smiling are not in this world yeah yeah happy. um out of touch with reality yep. for sure mm-hmm. um 
I think the smiling could represent putting on, well, what we said before, like a fake facade, yeah, yeah. people when yep. deep down you're not feeling well. And that's like, oh, that's one of the worst things. Yeah. Honestly, where like, um, even if it's like a friend or something, mm-hmm. um, you're just like, wow, man. Or I, I wish you would just like let me know what's going on. Well, yeah, that's like the uh, what's the painting you always talk about with the uh, the the court jester? Uh, it's in a, it's in a, it's like in some Eastern European language. Uh, Stan, stands or something. S T A N C Z Y. Was the court jester crying? Or yeah, yeah, it's like there's a stage in the background, and on the side in the in the backstage is a is a jester like a clown like slumped, and he's like crying. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's like it's a really cool painting because it's like it's so dark and, too. Robin Williams. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. So you can go on stage happy, and then in the background. Yeah. So yeah, this is like a pretty, pretty deep and dark psychological movie where it's like, you know, it's more than just people are smiling and killing themselves in front of people. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more to it. So, um, uh, Rose ends up calling the uh, yeah. the help on uh, on that weird guy. We don't know his name, right? Right. I don't think so. Um, So I wrote down, she never answered the phone. She's starting to lose it. What phone? Remember she... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I forget what part. Oh, yeah. So she she gets a phone call, but then it says... I think the phone says, like, you're next or something? Something like that, yeah. And, uh, And then she, like, throws the phone on the ground or something like that and then all of a sudden i guess she snaps back into reality and she never even had the phone in her hand in the first place it was still on the dock so she's starting to lose it and now you're starting to lose it with her mm-hmm. and you're just like oh crap what the hell's real yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah like we don't know what's going on <clears throat> um so i wrote i feel like the female lead roles are the strongest because you tend to sympathize way more because they're like innocent you just yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> um People say I'm going to have daughters. I don't know. I just see it. I'm just like, oh, man. You're Someone going to have else? a daughter. You and Bailey. We're having a... I'm having a son. Oh, yeah. I definitely I am a having son, a son. But I, I, I think you're having a daughter. Hey, that's fine. Look, you got Emily and Johanna. Oh, yeah. So I guess My you, mom's got three sisters. Well, I guess you got to try. Well, you'd have a boy on the second try, you know? It could be on the first. Could be. Yeah. But, uh, girl... That's not how your family works. I better have a son. Dear God, let me have a son. Man. Please. <laughs> Crazy jump scare with her mother, who we saw in the beginning. That was that was a that was a quick um you remember that? Is it jump scare? Yeah, it was her mom on the bed. And it was like a quick jump scare. I don't know. So there's a jump scare that happens. Um these types of movies that we watched, you know, probably in the last like ten or seven, ten years or so. Or uh, let's focus on jump scares, but um, this some one movies every now and then. This have, one had a, uh, decent, amount. a decent amount. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and uh, so now Rose is seeing a therapist. Um, and it seems as though she's had this therapist before. Maybe, well, yeah, she, she. I think she did have this therapist before, and maybe you could kind of presume it probably had to do with her, uh, her, her, her mother and maybe her divorce. Because we find out that the cop was originally her first lover or whatever. Oh, yeah. And her then, yeah, like her ex-boyfriend something, and now she's married to this new guy. So uh, maybe it was a therapist that she's already known or been through. But now, of course, you know, good luck trying to tell her that, oh, I'm seeing smiling people all around. Right. <laughs> so now Rose has to talk about um, what's going on in her life, which is uh, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing fun to talk about. Um, so, yeah, it just comes back to it's interesting how she had a patient. 
when she was like, you know, you're okay, you're not seeing anything, and it's like, yeah, right. Um, so now she has to talk to. Um, they give like the scientific, like the scientific explanation, like, oh, the lack of sleep and the, uh, you know, the blah 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 and this and that, and you just saw a traumatic experience with your patient killing herself, blah blah blah. It's kind of like, um, yep. she's at, and she's asking for pills too. She wants her uh, therapist to give her pills. <laughs> And she's like, well, let's come back to me in a week. And she's like, a week? A week. I can see a smiling person there, (laughs) over there, behind the fridge, on the roof. What do you mean? (laughs) They're everywhere. (laughs) They're everywhere. God damn. Um, uh, Give me them Zans. I think that it can symbolize um, the the therapists um, are a part of the real world. Mm-hmm. How they are responding, and um, Rose and the other smiling people are a part of the movie. It's kind of like a uh, breaking the fourth wall in a, in a in an interesting way. Yeah, well, yeah, it just it, like whenever I've had like anxiety or an anxiety attack or anything, you feel like you're in a, your own little snow globe, and that's kind of what oh, that, that's what it's kind of like. Like it's just isolating this one person, and everyone around around you is just like, "Are you okay?" That makes it worse, oh honestly. God, just, <laughs> that's like telling... Um, it's like, what do you mean? Am I not okay? Am I going crazy? Ah! <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, then Rose goes to a good old birthday party. Oh, good old Man, birthday party. This, part is, this scene is insane. Her sister's daughter's birthday party. So the um, the birthday party, again, smile, birthday party, these types of things are... You know, are usually positives. A birthday party yep. usually it goes swiftly. It's positive. It's celebrating another year of life, um, but it is uh, not that case. Not um, that case. So her sister's uh, daughter. Son, daughter. Daughter. I'm no pretty... son. Really? Is it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. It's always been a son. It's always been a son. Oh, I kept yeah. saying daughter. Sorry about that, America. America. <laughs> Uh, America and their birthday party. America the beautiful. So, um, there's weird sounds going on during the birthday party. And, um, then, uh, what, what was the cat's name? Mr. Mustache. Mustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, got it. So, uh, Rose has a cat named Mustache. And, uh, that so cat the- went missing a, a little, little while ago. Mustache, where are you? But Mustache, mustache is the least of Rose's problems. Yeah. She's, uh, smiling, smiling, <laughs> smiling people. So, um, her her uh, her nephews open up some presents. Ba 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 ba. Yay! I got a truck. Yay! Yay! I got a car. Yay! I got a Power Ranger. Whoa! Whoa! Let's see what Ro- <laughs> let's see what Aunt Rose gave me. Oh my God! I'm so excited. <laughs> I love Aunt Rose, Aunt Rose is the best. The she gave me an Xbox last year. Let's see what this is. It's gonna be a PS5. Oh my God! This is cool. Nope, it's a cat. It's a dead cat. It's mustache. She she put the dead body in. The damn packaging. Yeah, so uh, the little kid opens it up, and it's a cat. Um, and it's crazy. It, this scene is so crazy because it's just like it just continues to happen. And you're like you're, like, you're sitting at home waiting, like, okay, snap out of it. Yep. You know, because like when some people like daydream, and then there's a scene of the daydream, and then it goes back to like I was like hoping it would go back to Rose just sitting on a chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I said that. I was like, oh, she's dreaming, she's dreaming, she's dreaming. Nope. The scene keeps going. You're like, holy fuck, it's real. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no. So And everybody's, um, like, staring at her, like, oh, my God, like, what the hell? Which, again, is kind of, like, like isolating her even more. It's, like, making her feel so much worse about herself. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, her sister 
like pulls back the kid and they're all just looking at her and everybody's like holding each other and they're all spread out in the room yep. mm-hmm. and Rose is just like I think she's in the middle of the room and I'm like this is the worst thing ever and no one helps her when um she falls to the glass oh my god and um <laughs> throw the, throw the, Spanish throw the table oh not the sound guy <laughs> um WWE shout out shout out um so clearly she's going nuts uh it was pretty tough to watch I think she also falls through the glass because uh, she's like, why is everyone staring at me? And then she sees someone smiling again in, like, one of the chairs. And then she gets spooked by it and just... Oh, you know what's interesting is that, like, um, kind of a a helpful tactic if you're, like, having a panic attack or something is to feel grounded. Mm -hmm. So you, like, touch things around you and literally, like, feel grounded. Yeah. Um, I wonder if when she broke through the glass, she actually felt it and she was like, shit, this is real. Maybe, yeah. So that was maybe, like, I, I don't think it was intentional. Um, but maybe when she felt it, like, it definitely didn't help. Brought <laughs> it back. Like, it brought it back to reality. Back to reality. Um, you can I also... felt really sad, because she looks worse and worse and worse each scene. And now she's cut all cut up from yeah, the she's glass. cut up, and, um, does, so then she goes outside of the house, right? And this is when her sister's talking to her? Or no? No, um, I think she just leaves, because they're like... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, no. that's another scene. Yeah. Um. Well, well, it, it pans to her in, like, the, um... I guess in the in the psych ward again, like uh, and then um, the doctor, her like boss or whatever, mm-hmm. like comes in and he's like, "What the hell happened? Are you okay?" And and he's like, "I'm really worried about you." Oh yeah. And uh, you know, you could clearly see that Cal she's Penn all. Is he's a, he's from Howard and Kumar? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't need survivor. Um, so he's her boss, um, and he's he's like a little sympathetic because he's like, "All right, something might be going on." Clearly. But, um... He can see the signs. I mean, he's like, oh my god. <laughs> Rose looks terrible. Yeah, she's like one of my top therapists. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden, she's going down the drain. So, um, Rose then goes to, like... Now she's in, like, investigative mode. Mm-hmm. So she goes to Mr. Munoz's house, the professor that killed himself, um, who was the professor of the teenage flannel girl, or yep. maybe the mm-hmm. teenage, of the college yeah. flannel girl in the beginning. So now we understand that there's there's a path of um, I guess people that hold in trauma yep. and uh, don't they, deal with it. Don't deal with it. They start smiling and then they kill themselves. But they have to do it in front of somebody. And they if they do, if they do it in front of somebody, now it gets passed on. Kind of like it follows, sort of. It follows. Um, so we're starting to realize that this is a thing attaching itself to people, sort of an entity. Um, a little different than it follows, like we said, deals with sex. Yeah. Um, this one is, is trauma. trauma, which is interesting too, because it's like. All right, I'm gonna have a similar movie to It Follows. <laughs> no, I know. I'm a similar go. movie to It Follows, but I'm gonna make it about trauma. Um, the entire time I'm thinking, uh, why the fuck? <laughs> if there's a listener, they're gonna be like, "What just happened?" <laughs> For that five seconds. For <laughs> that five seconds, um, we. Uh, we had like a little sword fight with the uh, with the makeshift bones, bones we got on our decorations. Table. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm thinking like, why the hell isn't anybody being put on medicine or something? Yeah, because like I'm not gonna say like uh, anything that anybody. I don't know. There should just be something to relax these people. Sam likes drugs. Love them. <laughs> Love them. No, I don't like drugs. But um, you know. Chugging, chugging wine uh, might not. Might not, not do the trick. is not a not a good uh, 
Not, it might not be the best. Not a good replacement. Um, so Rose goes and sees her uh, ex-boyfriend, who's a cop. Um, and he interviewed her in the beginning after the uh, college flannel girl killed herself. <laughs> God. College flannel girl. <laughs> I'm laughing at the flannel. <laughs> um, we then realize this is a chain of events. Yep. Um, and, so uh, there could be a solution. So that kind of makes Rose seem a little happier, you know, at least just a little bit and maybe springs her into action to try to figure it out. You know? This is interesting because it's like, like I said, she's going into like detective mode. Whereas other people just like, I don't know, it's hard to have something so traumatic like this happen and be like, all right, let's man up and figure this out mm-hmm. um i read similar books like um what is it um the maidens marley and, and me. Silent <laughs> <laughs> the maidens and silent patient written by uh, alex uh Michaelitis. and um was that a book yeah these are real I just, no 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 marley and me i know it's a movie <laughs> no you know what i was thinking of uh win dixie win dixie <laughs> win dixie what the hell did you read that no no my class read that, and then we went to go what see class? the movie. Like, in elementary clown school, school. <laughs> clown school class. Because <laughs> he was a clown. <laughs> um, yeah, coffee cake's good. It is very good. <laughs> you want the rest? No. It might help my <laughs> breath, though. <laughs> After I was sick. So I threw, out, threw up my intestines all the last week. I was so sick. I probably dropped, like, 50 pounds or something. So the maiden's in Silent Patient. Um, or similar books where these uh, psychotherapists start to um, act as detectives. I don't know. It made me think of it. Hmm. Two books that I recommend for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she starts to figure out what that – or tries to figure out what the hell's going on. Um, then after seeing her ex-boyfriend, Rose comes home and sees her husband and uh, the psychiatrist. So um, she's like, what the hell? What's going on here? This is in the car, right? No, no, no. She comes home mm-hmm. and sees, remember, the, the, like, the husband brought the psychiatrist over? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so her current fiancé or husband or right, whatever. Right, I think fiancé or something. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to put yourself in both shoes because it's like, from Rose's perspective, you're like, she kind of feels, like, betrayed, mm-hmm. I guess, in a way. But then, like, her husband's like, I'm just trying to help. And the psychiatrist is like, we got to... Um, Figure this out. Yeah, we got to figure this out. This <laughs> you can't possibly be seeing smiling people. Like, you're just going crazy. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> There's no shot. Um, so, yeah. And then I think she leaves. Or maybe tells, like... Um, I'm pretty sure Rose... I have Rose leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose leaves. Like, I'm not dealing with this uh, right now. Mm-hmm. And um, so her ex-boyfriend's doing research. And I was like, whew. All right. At least somebody you know believes her and is on her side yeah um but you know he probably still loves her and that's all you need in that situation too literally like, one like person. that that's that's no one everyone else is kind of acting like yeah like so crazy about it but they're like you're nuts making her yeah making her feel more isolated but her ex-boyfriend is like all right i'll help you out <laughs> i still love you still love you so when they go see um the murderer guy in the prison, mm-hmm. um, so they they like start to investigate and figure out like it was it's like a chain of events like who are the links who have killed themselves and then who has you know done it and has so the chain ever so broken has the chain ever broken so they go to and see this murderer dude who instead of killing himself he killed somebody else yeah. and um, he said 
that someone has to be killed for it to go away. It needs trauma. And then I was like, you called it. Yep, I I totally called it. Yeah, so um, then we realized that, well, he starts to flip out because he, she was like. She was like, well, I've been seeing the smiling people. He was like, what? what? I haven't seen them in years. Go away from me. Go away. Get away. Um, I wonder if something similar to It Follows. Interesting. What? Interesting Mike. Oh. I got, it to get, I got it to get a little taller. All right. So I ain't hunched over like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, I know him. Maybe we'll review that movie, you know? No. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the, the fella in the prison is like, get away from me, lady. I have never seen these people in a long time. Get away. I don't want to see him again. So basically he's just like um, – He's like, yeah, so this is what you have to do. And then she's like, yeah, I've been seeing some people. What? <laughs> what do you mean? What in tarnation? And uh, Rose's uh, ex uh, swiftly gets her out of there because he is really freaking out. He's yeah. freaking out like crazy. And uh, he's a cop, so if he sees anything like remotely wrong, I'm out. See ya. Uh, it's a pretty scary concept when the enemy can't be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this, you know, entity or whatever it is. Um, can be using the people to smile, but the entity is invisible. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this doesn't really necessarily have to do with the movie per se, but I've always said that I think ghosts are way scarier than uh, having to deal with maybe someone coming at me like a murderer or something because chance. I have a fighting chance. At least I could beat the crap out of them. Whatever this is, like... You have no idea. You do not know the next move. No. Like, if you were... Um, we have this, like, kind of a joke. It's like, would you rather be locked in a room with a grizzly bear... Or um, or uh, a room demonic, with a, a room with a definite demon in the room. <laughs> definite demon, um, and uh, yeah, we said the uh, the bear. The bear. I'm fighting. I'm trying to fight that bear. Up. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Poke its eyes. What about the? Uh, <laughs> what about the? Um, what were you doing? The you were looking on Instagram or whatever. You saw the, the big ape. Oh, the gorilla. Yeah, yeah, gorilla, the yeah. massive gorilla. <laughs> I asked you, do you think you'd have a fighting jet for 10 mil or something? Or you said 10 trillion. 10 trillion dollars. <laughs> Would you try to fight this gorilla? And you were like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's like, no! At least I try. Yeah, I'd probably die, though. But, um, well, yeah, that thing will kill you. Oh, yeah. Dunzo. But you still say that you have... At least a fighting chance. A slim fighting chance. <laughs> um, so then Rose goes back and, or, I don't know if she goes back home and the therapist is there. Um, and the therapist just like decided to move in. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe she like called her over. Maybe she's having an affair with her husband. <laughs> That'd be uh, like uh, again the least of her problems. Yeah. Oh, that's so so. Here in our studio, it says create with a smile. Oh, <laughs> and wow. I looked over there. Isn't that weird. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Um, shout out Alex for putting that up. Alex, go, Alex. <laughs> Caffeine Academy. So um. She's talking to the therapist, and everything seems to be going fine. And then all of a sudden, the therapist starts to talk in a demonic voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. terrible and so scary. So then you're like, great, another scene that isn't real. Um, So the movie is just – you're on the edge of your seat pretty much the whole time. doesn't the therapist call the house? I'm pretty sure the therapist calls the house. And she's like – and she answers, and she's like looking in front of her. She's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) If you're on the phone and you're here – who am I talking to? What's Who going on? Flickering the oh, lights? Who's flickering the lights? No, no Sparatu. <laughs> face your trauma. That's the theme here. Face it. Everybody. Just face, face it. it. 
You got to be a knight in shining armor. You go into that cave where the dragon is living. You go in there. Mm-hmm. At least you gave it a fighting chance. Yeah. Absolutely. Did something. Um, <clears throat> you said that um, you called it, too. You were like, uh, it or whatever, this thing needs to be alone with no witnesses. Um, so then we see uh, Rose towards the end of the movie. Um, she drives to her her old house, her old house where she used to live, where her biggest traumatic experience of her life has probably taken, well, has taken place. Um, of course, her house is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so it just makes yeah, it all yeah. the more unsettling. I guess it's abandoned, or like it was weird. It looked like it was in just like a bad, random. It almost looked like uh the area where um Barbarian took place. Like the house looked just right, like completely yeah, yeah, yeah. shut down and run down. I don't know. It's it kind of weird. Kind of weird. So, yeah. Um, Maybe it got shut down after what we find out happened to the mom. So Rose goes to the house, um, and I think her ex-boyfriend calls, and he's like, don't go, don't go. <clears throat> um, I need to be there. And it's just, like, clearly him being like, you know, I need to be there to protect you. Like, I'm in this with you now. Um, are we missing anything? Have I skipped over any parts? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's just pretty, like pretty straightforward yeah, where she's just gist. like trying to figure out what's going on. She sees these these smiling people in and the background. Just like, how do we get it to how do we know how to get it to stop now? We gotta not kill ourselves. <laughs> we gotta find something else to kill or whatever. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're trying to do. So we go back to where it all started. You know, for 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 Rose, you know, at least you know when it comes to her own traumas, um, going back to her house is a big deal. Uh, because we find out that her mother, I guess, killed herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes into the house and she's like walking ever so slowly, opens the door and her mother's there. Um, and she starts to talk with her mom. And then we realize that Rose, at 10 years old, didn't help her mom as she was dying. Um, so Rose, we realize, carried this guilt the whole time. Mm-hmm. So the mother was like, why didn't you help me? She was like, oh, 10. Yeah, which... What am I supposed to do? I yeah, I mean, that's... She she got scared. She had no idea what to do. And There's no father figure. Yeah. I mean, they didn't mention <clears throat> it, but it's like, you know, I don't know where he was. So yeah. she's got that to deal with, and then her mother. Um, because in the beginning of the movie, the first shot is her looking at her mom, um, who's dead. But uh, what we, we didn't realize now at this scene um, is that she didn't help her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she carried this guilt this whole life. Her whole life. Um, and yeah. And then they start, she starts talking and then the mom like kind of gets up mm-hmm. and starts like following her. And then like Rose is like, you know, uh, pacing backwards, mm-hmm. I think. Um, you gonna say something? No, I was just trying to. Yeah. I'm remember. trying to like piece it together. Um, and I wrote that the face is horrible. The jump scare was great. Hmm. Oh. Of the mother. Yeah. I'm picturing the big thing. Well, that comes that like, comes later, like right. pretty like pretty soon after. Um, so yeah, like the mother starts to like walk towards her, and then the thing starts to get like she starts to get bigger. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. She's like, "Why didn't you help me, Rose?" Oh and, like, my god! Voice gets get gets right. getting deeper, um, and like the face is horrible. Um, and then this is like where it starts to get face. like really like horrifying. This is a yeah. horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That face is really creepy, and of course she's like all long. Long arm, long legs, skinny and just disheveled. Kind of looks like um, barbarian. barbarian again. Yeah. Or um, uh, what's that forest movie? Um, the Ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's similar, semi-similar to that. I don't know what it is about. I think it's just 
being taller mm-hmm. just automatically means like um, you feel so vulnerable, vulnerable, lack of power. Yep. And you're just like, so we're starting out this fight. You're taller than me and I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, it's like a higher power, if you will. Um, so the thing like starts to uh, attack her. Um, and then Rose eventually sets it on fire. Um, and she's outside looking at the burning building. And you're like, oh, okay, great. The movie Thank is God. over. <clears throat> nope. The movie ain't over. Um, but so you think you're like, oh, great. She ended this thing. She's it's symbolizing the end of this curse. She burned down the building. Mm-hmm. Um, she's helping future people. What a real hero. Now, no one's going to smile. Yeah, anymore, yeah, yeah. That's in true. a bad way. Just kidding. Um, I kind of had a feeling something was going to happen. Did you did you feel in that moment? I well, I I felt that like like because it would make sense that it would be over because it's like, OK, uh, she did what she had to do. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel like like because trauma kind of still follows you no matter how much like you 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 kind of manage it as opposed to like curing it because it's going to always it makes you who you are, you know, so like. So I kind of did have a little bit of a feeling that maybe it would continue be, for that sole purpose and reason. So um, you think that it's over, but it's not um, because she didn't really dr- deal with her trauma. She looks at her mom. The mom's like, why don't you save me? She was like, I was 10. Blah, 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 blah. <coughs> the mom starts to like slowly chase her, get bigger, mm-hmm. turn into this like humanoid, weird creature <laughs> type deal. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she never really left the house. She's back in the yeah. house now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and and then don't we see the creature do something like really, like it's like in a four point stance kind of, and it's like all like weird. I think it's like it does oh, something it's a so side strange. Shot, I think. Yeah, and it's like by the f- by a fire or something. And it's like Bleh. it's a side shot of like the the figure looking at Rose, uh, and it does something weird, kind of like that. What's that Spanish movie we were watching? Yeah. Um, the Netflix one. I forget the name of it. But, but it was like the girls on the uh, the bed and the thing comes out of yeah. the, uh, the, like, the little box yep. and it turns into like this figure and, it, and just like eats it. So this is the same in this scenario. So the I think the boyfriend at the time uh, at, at this point in the movie is outside, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, because <clears throat> he, yeah. he drives all the way there because Rose is like, I'm going to I'm going to face like this trauma. I got to end this thing. And obviously, you're like, well, you're thinking he's not going to let up. He's not just going to be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Text me later. Oh, my God. Uh, So he goes, I mean, because, I mean, his, you know, he cares for her. Mm -hmm. His cop instincts um, can't let, and just human instincts. Yeah. Like, not letting her go and do this, which is interesting, too, because she's going to an empty house. Mm -hmm. So you know the how, how in, how in he is in this scenario. You know what I mean? It's like, for him to go there is to, like he knows a lot about her, is that what no, you're saying? No, he's he's acknowledging the fact that this is real. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, I don't think you would go to the house if you know that there's no physical danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be yeah, because no one else believed her, so they'd right. be like, the psychiatrist. Fine, let her go to the house. Yeah. <laughs> let her keep uh, being whatever. Insane, you know. Um. So then we see the shot of this figure. Um. Basically, Rose is trying to. I think she's trying to kill this i don't even know she's probably like i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and it consumes her so it eats her yeah you know weird guillermo del toro (laughs) type thing yeah you're just like ooh, this is kind of like um you know uh creature type movie as well um when throughout the movie it's mostly 
typical horror jump scare, psychological thriller, then it turns into creature type movie. Like I said, Guillermo del Toro. I guess it's just like a like a psychological thing. It's not not it's not necessarily a ghost, right? No. Yeah. Like consuming. So so she yeah. consumes Rose, eats her up, and um, then the boyfriend comes in. He's like Rose. And uh, Rose turns around, and she's got a big old smile on her face. Oh, God. Big old smile. Um, Similar to the beginning when Rose makes the phone call, turns around, and the college flannel girl is uh, (laughs) a uh, smiley face. Um, So, yeah. She burns. Oh, yeah, she douses herself in gasoline and sets sets everything on fire. Ablaze. Sets everything ablaze. Does he get out? I don't know. I don't remember. So she sets herself on fire in front of the boyfriend. But now we know that... Cycle continues. Cycle continues. So he sees this, and that's the whole point of the movie. So, um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a movie that doesn't have a good ending, a happy ending. But it also symbolizes that trauma never really goes away. Yeah. You could deal with it as best you can. Um, but, yeah, it just keeps continuing, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, everybody goes through it, you know, uh... You can't really run away from it, and you can only like manage it. So it's it's not it's not something you can kill. And I think that's what Rose got wrong, and so that's why it ate her up. Ate her up. Yeah. So um, I liked it. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was good overall. Um, definitely recommend it. Smile. Um, I gave it a seven point five out of ten. Do you remember what you? gave I gave it, it a uh, seven point three. I'm not. I don't like jump scares. <laughs> yeah. Jump scares are, uh, it's, it's fun, like, talking about it now, but at the time, you're just like, I mean, just like, all right, just do it, just Just do it, it. just get over it. Nike, just do it. Nike, just Um, do it. I gave it a tad higher, 7.5, um, just because, I mean, a lot of the, the different camera shots, um, the music, different sounds, uh, the whole theme I thought was pretty clever, um, even though it's kind of similar to It Follows, but I feel like horror movies are, or movies are works of art are always inspired by something else. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard yeah, to yeah, yeah. Like a, just completely new idea. Especially That's for Ari Oster to come up with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah literally. Never, no one's ever heard of it. <laughs> um, that, yeah, it's hard to come up with anything uh, artistic or, you know, a lot of things that are just brand new. I mean, we've been humans here on planet Earth for, you know, thousands of years already, so there's every idea has been done, so might as well just take a conglomerate of all the best ones and kind of Put it together and make a nice soup out of it, you know? <laughs> um, soup. Said the monk. You said, um. Oh, wow. So funny. Um, so, yeah. Uh, monk. We already know this, but smile is an allegory of trauma and me- mental health. Um, as the creature makes it clear to, this is by ScreenRant.com. As the creature makes it clear to Rose during the smile ending, she's a prisoner of her own mind. That's shown throughout the film as she gradually loses her grip on reality and those close to her attempt to distance themselves from her um some friends it's terrible (laughs) that's awful and it's just like it's so funny how they had you know the ex-boyfriend come to the rescue yeah it's like her her main husband or fiance too was like rose i don't know what's going on with you you're just acting crazy like like if that was my significant other yeah if that was my significant other i'd be like like okay, like let's really like figure this out. We got to figure this out. I really care about you. You know, we're married. <laughs> does hundred percent? Does um the ex boyfriend ever see a smiling person? Um, he sees it on the camera. Um, they, there's there's uh 
camera footage or security footage, and he sees a smiling person on the uh, on the security footage because um, they went back on the police reports and there was uh, footage of someone actually killing themselves, and uh, they pause it on uh, his face, and he's like smiling, and that was the first time he was like, "Whoa, okay, maybe there is something going on here." Yeah. Hundred percent. So he doesn't see one himself per se, but he sees the evidence. It's enough of it, yeah, to right. be like, okay, Rose isn't Rose isn't crazy. So let's let's figure this out. So um, looking online here, it's it's there are pretty similar themes to what we we uh, diagnosed ourselves um, the, the the theme of trauma, but it also just talks about the atmosphere. Um, like I said, a birthday party mm-hmm. just becomes un- incredibly unsettling. Um, and then, uh, you know, an innocent old house turns uh, turns into wild stuff. Wild stuff. Wild stuff yeah. The realm of this creature. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, how does it follow ends? Do I feel like they? they um, so they. The spoiler. The the main girl and the main boy who are best friends sleep with each other, or we presume that they sleep with each other, so that he can uh, get it away from her. Right. And then they're holding hands, and then, um, however, they 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 kill it in the pool. They 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 lure it into the pool, and then they put all the electric electronics in the pool so it gets electrocuted. And then they eventually, the two main characters who are best friends, we presume had sex maybe. And then they're just holding hands, walking, and then you see someone in the distance, like mm-hmm. walking behind them. So you, you can't really tell is did they break it or did they not break it. Yeah, so um, I mean, you're you're a fan, and I, I would agree too that like movies that don't really have a great ending are unsettling and it sucks, but those make good movies. Yeah, the ones with the open endings. Yeah, yeah, where it's just like, oh shit, like yeah, because in reality, we have no control over what really you know happens. You know, we we try to make the most of it. Marvel but... does apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Single yeah. freaking. Um, I stopped watching after Endgame. I'm like, I'm alright, I'm done with these. <laughs> it's like, how many of these classic? Uh, Good beats evil. Can you make? Yeah. Um, but that's that's uh, blockbuster movies for Good you. Good guys always win. Yeah. There's nothing. Not different. these movies. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, you never know what you're getting. It deals with uh, a lot of different themes, a lot of sex in a lot of these movies. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's like like I said in my film classes, we would talk about Freud and you know these different different types of. I mean, Dracula. Hello. Whole thing's about sex. Very sexy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bite my neck. Dracula. Bite my neck. Um, do you have any other themes you want to talk about? Any other things part of the movie that you liked about this film? I feel bad for mustache. <laughs> Rest in peace, mustache. I mean, cats have nine lives. That's true. I don't know about mustache. <laughs> <laughs> like a year and a half. I don't know. We don't know how old mustache was. Damn mustache. Yeah. That mustache, part, yo. that was definitely, um, the part of the movie where it just went downhill. Yeah. Like, um, of course the college flannel girl. <laughs> College flannel girl. College flannel girl. Here she is. Hey. <laughs> similar flannel. Color, I, think. Um, I think she was yellow and black, but it but it was yeah. it was same same pattern for sure. I don't really. I mean, that part was obviously horrific and, and traumatizing. But like I said, this this uh, fun happy birthday uh, atmosphere turns uh, pretty horrific. Bro, I hate the husband too. The husband's just such a dick. Uh, Hers? Yeah. Roses? Roses' husband. Terrible, yeah. I can't really remember him, um, but... Because he he seems like such a well-put-together husband in the beginning, you know, like, like, kind of, like, 
like, oh, you know, oh, you had a bad day. Let me massage you. Let, you know, blah, 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 blah. And like, oh, I'm here. And, uh, you know, I got my job. Look at this beautiful house we got. But then when it all comes down to helping her emotionally and stuff, he, he's just he's like, I don't know what's happening. I'm out of here. Well, that's probably why she didn't tell him the whole thing in the beginning. Maybe, yeah. Because he would have been like, you're crazy. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... It's uh, it's 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 pretty sad, but ex boyfriend comes to the rescue, so um, yeah, good for him. Yeah, the husband was pretty terrible. Um, the sister wasn't great either. Oh she yeah, she was no. just like, "You've been crazy since mom died." Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm gonna keep separating myself from you, and I'm gonna live with my husband and uh, in Jersey, and we're gonna have fun and live a normal life while you kill yourself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, yeah. So the only one was the was the ex boyfriend. Psychiatrist. I mean, <laughs> they're in the same field. Yeah. And she's, you know, turns out to be, you know, one of the worst characters. Not worst character, but she wasn't great. You smell good. You smell like your basement. You don't smell good. <laughs> that's for show. All right. Okay, guys. Is that uh, it? That's that's it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So that was no uh, quarter. Estimation <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Um, <laughs> I also want to shout out our fans, um, the people that have, the people that have watched and listened to our podcast. We thank you. What do you scatter something? Um, we're gonna come out with with loads and loads of more um, movie reviews. So many loads. So many loads. <laughs> Maybe we could do uh, a book review or two. Um, that just you know that re- that acqui- requires us to read. Uh, I mean, I, I read and listen. You're to You're a good reader. Yeah, I'm all right. Um, I'm, I'm, audiobooks are good. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there. We'll, we'll get there. So we'll review something good, something scary, um, and you know maybe a ghost tour in the future or something. You know. Yeah, or at least a podcast, uh, maybe outside of a haunted house of some sort. Or something. That would be cool. Um, like we just got a table. House is in the background. It's creepy. It's creepy. Um, stay tuned for uh, podcast guests. We're gonna we we'll definitely get some people on that um, that we know, possible people that we don't know um, that share our love of horror. So um, this is episode four. Smile review. What are you scared or something? Way sauce. For watching and thanks for listening. Have a good night, San Diego. <laughs>